sports world what is good what's happening happy monday to you welcome to our ffs monday college insider edition with none other than the godfather mr alan dell and myself chris dell on go baller ffs and without further ado getting right into things what are you burning on mr alan dell after the another wacky week of college football man well everything started friday night washington state upset people would say it was an upset USC 30 to 27. Instant uh, classic right there, man. What a, a game. Well, if you a, could stay up for it on the East Coast. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, I'm, I'm burning that. You, Washington State moved into number 11 on both polls. I don't know why it didn't go into the top 10. A lot of people had USC, a Final Four team. They, they were in the top five in most polls. But for some reason, uh, if you don't have a reputation of being a powerhouse, it's really hard to move up that ladder. So anyway, Washington State is uh, third. It's interesting. Number so, 11. Yeah, I was going to say, looking at USC, they dropped 10, 10 spots in the coaches' poll and nine spots in the AP poll. Washington State only moved up five in each poll. Yeah. Uh, well, Washington State has a chance. Uh, why, why Why is Washington State getting hated on? Why, why are they not getting moved up that it's, much? It's the politics of college football, especially with the coaches. They vote for their friends. They vote for their conferences. They vote in their area. Those are the teams that get all the love. The Pac-12 has never gotten a lot of love. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, Mike Leach, the offensive genius. It's your boy right there. Yeah, I love that he had the quote of the week as far as I'm concerned. They were asking him about the celebration after the game. He said, this is like Woodstock when everybody had their clothes on. I thought that was the best quote of the week. So, so is this quarterback for real? Is that team for Luke, real? Uh, Luke Falk, uh, he's my sleeper on the Heisman uh list this this week he moves in he's got 16 touchdowns two interceptions seven he's completing 75 percent of his passes. but uh you know on leach's uh offense that's usually how the quarterbacks go they're completing about 70 percent they got a tough one this weekend they go up to banged up oregon state uh my man willie taggart he really had to pull out his genius hat last weekend he lost his starting quarterback starting running back and then he lost his backup quarterback, and he still managed to pull the game out. Those Oregon Ducks, man. Yeah, so watch out for them. He, he's probably going to have to start a, a true freshman at quarterback. In, uh, but he went to the running game, and they ran it well, and his defense, which was maligned last year under the previous coach, stood up. So that could be a good game. 8 o'clock uh, Eastern time, Fox. Saturday night, I think that's worth. So watching. still follow, still following Fast Willie and your Duck Watch, man. Keeping keeping that up every week. And what what about uh, your Heisman Watch overall? Uh, well, my Heisman Watch. Give me your updated standings, Mr. Allen Dell. Yeah, my Heisman Watch change a lot. I will. I just want to add an addition to it. Josh Rosen, UCLA quarterback, is not in my Heisman Watch, but he's in my first NFL draft pick. He is my leading candidate to be the first pick in the NFL draft. He leads the country. And passing yardage, 2,135. He's got 17 touchdowns, five interceptions, and he carries that team on its back. He's just got no talent around him there, man. Yeah, no. But a Heisman watch, I'll tell you what. Bryce Love, Stanford running back, has moved into my top three Heisman rope. He ran for 301 yards last week against Arizona State. Out of nowhere, this guy's never been on the list before this week. I know, but he had 263 yards the previous game. So he, I, I like him better than Saquon Barkley, who ran for only 56 yards against Indiana. And in three out of five games this year, Barkley has been under 100 yards. So how is he a top candidate? I don't understand. If you're going to rip Sam Darnold, 19 D's, eight interceptions, 
Hey, then look at Barkley. Okay, okay. So maybe a little Penn State bias for some people on Stanford not getting uh, as much love as they should there. I, I think Baker Mayfield has to be number one right now. 13 TDs, no interceptions. He's had the best win, uh, beating Ohio State. And wins got to count for something. So right now I say Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma quarterback, is number one. I have not eliminated Lamar Jackson, 64%. So he's still hanging out in there. Yeah, and, and, and Mason Rudolph is hanging in there, 16 TDs, four interceptions. It's too bad they had that loss because they're right up there too for the Final Four contention as well. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But uh, And obviously Alabama and Clemson just continuing to dominate. Looks like another 3 P man. We got the Warriors and Cavs looking at, you know, 3 P in the NBA Finals, and we got another 3 P coming up, it seems like, right? Yeah. Who else is going to supplant these two teams? Nobody. Again, Alabama, the best professional team in college football has to offer. They've won their last two games, beat Bandy 59-0, Ole Miss 66-3. If you're counting, that's 125-3. They outscored their opponents. Wow. They played Texas A&M. Your boy saved it, man. Wow. They play Texas A&M this weekend. Uh, we'll see what happens. And another blowout probably. And, and, and right back with our part two of our college football insider. And welcome back, Sports World, to our College Football Monday Insider Edition with the Godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, and part two of our Monday Insider Edition. Just jumping right into things, our newly updated Final Four. Well, what you got, man? My Final Four, I got Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma. No surprise there. And I got a, for that number four, four spot, I got Penn State and Georgia just right on their tail. Here's the thing with Penn State. They're going to get a chance to prove themselves pretty soon. They have to play Michigan and Ohio State back-to-back. If they can win <laughs> that one, they'll get my vote right oh, now. Wow. Right now, I, I, I just... So I if they should, lose either one of those, they're probably going to fall out. They should never fall out of my... my uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, you got a team like even... Uh, what about Washington not getting yeah, much yeah, love? They're number five in coaches, number six in the AP. Washington didn't, didn't get any love, but they, their schedule is bad. Their non-conference schedule. Don't count out Michigan. Yeah, Michigan, TCU, Wisconsin. Yeah, TCU is another one, but they're going to play Oklahoma... They're gonna have a lot of they're, they're gonna have a lot of chances to improve themselves. So I'm saying, you know, Barkley in that Heisman race right there, that, that'll tie right into the Final Four race. I mean, Oklahoma's sitting good at number three, and obviously Alabama, Clemson with the number one right there, and, and really just jumping into things, talking about the good side of things. Let's talk about the bad the bad side of things. And I know some coaches are on your hot seat, but who's the number one oh, right now? Who's the number one verdict? The hot seat is burning. It's 500 degrees. I can feel the heat from 10 miles away. Butch Jones, you're burning up. Las Vegas has already put odds on when the, who's going to replace the beleaguered Tennessee coach who lost 41 and nothing. Last weekend, it was a disgrace. They just can't get things right over no, there in Rocky it, Top, it, man. It's a disgrace. Uh, Chip Kelly is the leading candidate, but I'm not sure if Chip Kelly wants to do that. Well, job. What about Charlie Strong? He does a good. He yeah, does a good job you know, at USF. He'd be a sleeper. And well, that's a good point you brought up with all USF success, and they're slowly climbing up the rankings. I mean, you still have a couple undefeated teams: Washington State, number 11 in the AP; Miami, three and zero at number 13. Well, Miami plays at Florida State this weekend. We'll see how it goes. Oh, Florida State struggling, man, with a you know freshman quarterback right there. USF, 18 in the AP poll, five and zero. I mean, you said it yourself, Charlie Strong could just get up and leave after a good season right here with the Bulls. Uh, yeah, that's still Willie Taggart's team, but but I got to give Strong credit. He improved that defense because the U.S. defense was bad last last season. USF's looking uh, a little bit improved now, I'm going to say. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get off Charlie Strong's back a little bit as long as they keep winning these games. But uh, talking about your uh, looking forward to the best game of the week, I mean, I was looking at West Virginia at TCU. You were talking about the Oregon game against Washington State. That could, that could be an upset potential right there. Yeah, that could be. Uh, 
Uh, I want to give a shout out to my uh, group of five. There, there's a great race going on in the group of fives. M maybe a lot of people are not aware of it or don't care. The group of five or the conferences that don't get any respect. But the top team in the group of five gets to go to a New Year's Day Bowl. And right now, there's a great race between USF, UCF, and San Diego State. And don't discount Navy. Right now, American Athletics Conference has three undefeated teams, USF, UCF, and Navy. And I'll tell you one thing. Don't give me this crap about Big Ten. You look at the bottom of the Big Ten. Rutgers couldn't win half of their games in the American Athletic Conference. Some of those other Big Ten teams, I won't embarrass them. I mentioned their names. You got NC State sitting one spot above UCF in the new rankings now. UCF cracked in both 25. Here UCA, here UCF annihilated Memphis, which beat UCLA and Josh Rosen. So yeah, UCF looked good in that game, yeah, that's for sure. 40-13, they deserve some recognition. They play USF in the final game of the regular season. That could be for the, the Eastern division of the conference and a chance to go to the, the conference championship well, game. When, when you look at those two teams, you look at Miami sitting at 3-0, and and maybe they're a little bit, uh, maybe they're not as good as people think. USF, I mean, who would win in that game, hypothetical? I, I think USF would beat Miami. I, I, I mean, my uh, UCS, their defense got rocked in the first half last weekend against East Carolina, but they came through and they only gave up seven points in the second half. Uh, Quinn Flowers had one of his better games. Uh, I love the guy, but uh, he just doesn't seem to compare to Lamar Jackson yeah, with all of that. But, uh, so you got the newly minted rivalry again with UCF-USF now. Actually, yeah. both good teams for once in a while, you know? Yeah, that, that should be a great game at the end of the year, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, there's a lot of football to be played. Watch out for Navy, uh, undefeated. Nobody likes to play those Navy guys with their offense that they run. But it, it's it's a great season. Alabama and Clemson, I guess, are going to walk into the Final Four, which to me is kind of boring. But well, that, you're up for that. Yeah, well, that about does it for our College Football Insider Edition. Peace out, folks, and shout-out to Mike Gundy's mullet.